And if you love your dogs and cats and want to find out why they behave the way they do, why they might be chewing or jumping or barking, humping everything in sight, your cat's not using a litter box, uh, your dog's not totally housebroken, you take your dog for a nice walk in the evening, he sees another dog, and all of a sudden, uh, your Rin Tin Tin turns into Cujo. That's what we do on this show, and that's what we've been doing for the last 42 years. It's helping guardians like yourself <clears throat> resolve any issues you may be having with your pets, uh, whether it be jumping, barking, digging, scratching. Uh, just a reminder that everyone that calls into the show with a question or a comment will get a fabulous gift for their dog or cat. Many of the items I give away are worth 25 35 or 40 even 50 bucks. Great sponsors, but more importantly, a lot of the items I use to give away on this show are actually part of the treatment for the resolution I'm giving you to resolve any issues you may be having with your dog or cat. The phone number here at The Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Johnny, just before I get back to you, I got a couple of questions of the day here. And I'd like to hear from you guys. Come on, let's go. You know, when I was growing up, all the time, and I first started doing a lot of training in the 70s days. Anyway, there were so many different breeds of dogs that were popular. The Afghan, the Old English Sheepdog, the Gordon Setter, the Norwegian Elkhound, the Springer Spaniel, the Akita, the Bull Terrier, the Mini Schnauzer, the Lhasa Opsa, the Irish Setter. Uh, so that was part of the question of the day. When you were growing up, no matter how old you are, when you were growing up, what specific breeds of dogs may have been popular uh, in, in your neighborhood? Uh, give me a call, let me know, and as I said, I'll send you a great gift. So that's that's one of the questions. What were the popular breeds of dogs? I just prefer blended, but the popular breeds of dogs that when you when you were growing up uh, that were around. And question uh, question number two is kind of interesting. I kind of got thrown by this a little bit. I was doing an interview back to the East Coast this week on one of the morning shows, and uh, this was the question they asked me: Warren, how is your love for animals different than your love for people? How would you guys respond? What would you say? I'll give you my response a little bit later. But if you were asked that same question, how is your love for animals different than your love for people? How would you respond? Give me a call. Or if you want to answer about some of the breeds that were popular when you were growing up, uh, we'll take those calls as well. 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. Now, before that last break... We were talking to my friend Johnny in Orbanville, Florida. So, Johnny, you have two Chihuahua puppies. They're nine months old. They don't use the, uh, the, the, the potty pads, as you call them, and they just go wherever they want. You take them outside. You sit on the porch in beautiful Florida for an hour or two, and they do absolutely nothing. You bring them in the house, and it's like they hit the jackpot, and that's when they go. Is that pretty much it? Johnny? Yes, 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 Warren. You're right. Oh, okay. So here's what we're going to do. Number one is I want you to confine the dogs. When they're, in the, they don't, when they're in their crate, they don't go? They're cleaning the crate? Yes. They, 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 they uh, do not go in the crate. They, yes. It's just only when All they're right. out. Yes. All right. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to pick an area in your house that has an easy floor to clean up. But usually the best area is the kitchen because it's got the easiest floor to clean up. What I want you to do is you can put their crate in the kitchen. But when you leave, leave the door open. Don't lock them in the crate. Gate them off in the kitchen. They have the crate in there with them, but they can't get out of the kitchen because you've gated it off. That's number one. 
Number two is when they do have accidents, I don't want you to clean up with anything you have in the house. You know, Mr. Clean, Top Job, Less Toil, all those products contain ammonia. And by cleaning up with those products, it's like peeing on the floor because we're putting down the same odor we're trying to lift up. So you want to get a good uh, enzymatic stain and odor remover made for pets. I don't care what brand you use. They're available all over the place. Now, what I'd like you to do is confine the dogs in the kitchen. What I want you to do is put some of the pads down in the kitchen. But what I want you to do first is dab up some of their urine from another area they may have gone to or pick up a little bit of their poop from another area then put it on top of one of the uh, one of the pads and then take another pad and put that on top it's kind of like a sandwich disgusting but it's kind of like a sandwich this way the scent oh, yeah. is there so what we're doing is once we have them in the kitchen the area where they sleep they have access to that because the, the crate is there but it's open You've cleaned up the floor. You've left the TV or radio on for them. Before you put them in there, now they don't have to be in there. If you can watch them with a Hawkeye, you can be with them. But I don't want them out of your sight. They're either confined or watched, no in-between. Before you put them in there, I want you to give them a good jog around the backyard, exercise them, tire them out. Exercise uh, will stimulate them to go. Once they start going on the pads, your problem's over and done with. If for some reason they're not going on the pads, then you'll call me back and I'll go a little bit further. But right now I want you to put down maybe three or four, not lays, but three or four of the pads on the floor at the same time, put some of their mess in the pads, cover them up with another pad on top of it. I think that's gonna resolve your problem. Well, I appreciate it, Warren. And Deverman Pitchers were the dog, the most popular dog when I was growing up. I don't see much anymore. No, you know, it's, it's interesting because I trained Dobies in Europe. I did a lot of uh, Schutzhund work in Europe. Right? I worked with Dobies. I was just speaking to my um, my engineer, Stephen, uh, in, in Washington, and we were talking about that. And I was explaining to him when I was growing up, not when I was growing up, when I was older. I don't know if anyone else remembers this. There was a couple of movies out. There was a movie called The Doberman Gang. There was another movie out called They Only Kill Their Masters. I think this was like the 70s. They Only Kill Their Masters. And, you know, Doberman's an incredible breed of dog. I'm a big fan of them. I worked with a uh, one of the, the grand dams of the Doby breed, uh, Peggy Adamson. Um, if you saw a Doberman with its ears unclipped and its tail undocked, looks like a big hound dog. That's what they look like. And they were wow. named after a guy, Louie. How bad can a dog be if it's named after Louie? Louie Doberman. Anyway, great breed of dog. I want you to follow through on what I recommended for you, but also two chihuahuas. I want to keep them healthy. I want to keep them happy for their entire lives. So again, I'm sending you the most expensive thing I have. So Johnny, I'm going to put you on hold and I'm going to send you a jar of my own hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral supplement treats for the dog. Now, follow my advice. <clears throat> There's more advice on my YouTube channel or on, on uh, my uh, uh, my website, thepetshow.com. But what I gave you should help you out. At least get you started. If you've not seen the results, call me back in a couple of weeks. I can go a little bit further with you, but at least we have a, a starting point at this point. 877-725-8255, the phone number. 877-725-8255, the way to get through. Let's go to Senta in the great state of Washington. Hey, Senta, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, hello. It's my first time listening and calling in. And now you're addicted. You know, every week you got to be on this channel. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm traveling with my dog. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I love this station. I got to listen. And I, yeah, thank you. <laughs> what so kind of dog do you have? Up, what um, kind of dog do you have now? A 12-year-old lab. He's my son's retired hunting dog. And oh, I great. just love him. Yes. Absolutely. And I have two little dogs and a cat. 
So yeah. <laughs> um, so you're one of those eccentric one of those eccentric people like me. I get it. Oh uh, well, one of them's a rescue that I've had for two years. Um, cough, cough. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, growing up, I was we lived in the country. I used to do a lot of horseback riding, and there was just German shepherds, like everywhere, and they were almost always tied up and they look so mean and fierce and to this day I I know they're probably not but I just have this fear of them and let me tell you let me tell you how let me tell you how wrong how wrong you are Santa (laughs) oh I'm sure I'm wrong I'm sure I I grew up when I was growing up there were there were two great tv shows on it was Lassie and Rin Tin Tin so all of my friends either had a collie if they were Lassie people, or they had German Shepherds if they were Rin Tin Tin people. <clears throat> Proud to be a Rin Tin Tin kind of guy. Anyway, the bottom line is, you know, I did a lot of work. I trained in Southeast Asia for years in the military. I trained in Europe, and I worked with a lot of German Shepherds in Europe. And they are absolutely the most wonderful dogs in the entire world if they're socialized and brought up properly. You can take a, a, a Labrador tie it up in someone's backyard, not treat it properly and not socialize it, and you're going to have an assertive or an aggressive Labrador. So, you know, I stay away from those Archie Bunker type statements and that this breed is this way or that breed is that way. What you put in is what you get out. And so the bottom line is that I know you have this fear of German Shepherds. What you may want to do is you may want to work, and there's some great, one of my, my, in fact, my wife adopted a German Shepherd in in Washington State many, many years ago uh, from All Breed Rescue. You might want to go to some of the rescues there and and meet some of the dogs, some of the German Shepherds. Once you get to know them, I guarantee it, you will be addicted to German Shepherds. They're just such wonderful. They're the all-around dog. Boy, am I prejudiced. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, I'll have to try something. I, I don't ever see myself having one but i we do have a stray problem in our area and i just i can't approach a german shepherd i just can't do it and you know it's it's, it's, i understand i understand that there are certain people that have phobias about i have someone that called me not that long ago that was afraid of any little dog he was bitten by a little dog when he was younger. He would go up to Great Danes, oh, wow. go up to Mastiffs, wow. but he was afraid of little dogs. So, so yeah. I, you know, if I ever get to Washington, we'll put you on the couch, Santa, and I'll analyze you and figure out who All really, right. who and really. And another dog has... growing up was Dobermans, and I don't see a lot yeah. of them anymore. No, yeah, no, and I heard you say something about them. Yeah. Yeah, just so. great dogs. Anyway, being that you're a brand new listener, I am going to put you on hold and I am going to send you for all the dogs that you have. You know what? I am going to send you a copy of my book, How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. It'll teach you everything you need to know how to build up their self confident image and how not to be afraid of German Shepherds. It, by the way, I have a, a, a 10-inch German Shepherd tattooed on my on my leg, so I promise if I get to Washington State, I won't wear shorts. 877-725-8255, a quick break. When we come back, uh, we have uh, Linda in Delaware, Mary in Florida, Judy in Florida. I'll get to all your calls right after this, 877-725-8255. Listen. You know you're owned by your cats. No one owns a cat. Cats own the guardians they live with. Cats call the shots. They let you know when they're tired and they want to sleep, when they want to socialize, when they want to eat, when they want to play. They know exactly what they want. Cats really adore kitty lickies. Kitty lickies by Lucy Pet are actually scrumptious, lickable moose cat treats and food toppers. Your cats will enjoy kitty lickies either directly from the pouch or squeeze it over dry food for an extra treat. It is absolutely incredible if you have one of those finicky 
goofy like, you know who I'm talking to, that doesn't like to eat. Little Kitty Lickies over there for to watch them chow right down. Kitty Lickies Lickable Moose Cat Treats come in three feline favorite recipes. Chicken and duck, sardine and tuna, or salmon and chicken. But don't take my word alone. Here's a listen. Listen to what they had to say once they started giving their cats Kitty Lickies. On my last order to Chewy, I, uh, as an afterthought, asked them to put in some Kitty Lickies. Yeah. And, man, I couldn't squeeze it out fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> She went crazy. This is the chicken and duck. She's crazy for it. Cats go crazy for kitty lickies, and so do cat guardians realizing how much their cats love it. And here's the deal. If you go directly to their website, LucyPetProducts.com, LucyPetProducts.com, you can order the kitty lickies, the Lucy pet food, the dry food, the, the wet food for your dog or cat, uh, their dog food rolls. And all you need to do is spend $35 at their website, shipping absolutely free. Check all these products out. What a great website, LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. How come my bulldog don't fall, baby? When big chips come around. And we are back on The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein, 877-725-8255, the phone number. I had a question this week from somebody that said, Warren, I want to trim my dog's whiskers. He has whiskers growing out of his cheeks, and they look horrible. I have to cut them off. And I said, no, no, no. Here's why. Those gentle, it's called gentle, gentle whiskers, G-E-N-A-L. That's how it is, G-E-N-A-L, whiskers. Now, here's the bottom line. Those are the whiskers growing out of the cheeks. Those whiskers are used by your dog to detect air currents, navigation in the dark, detection of tight spaces, and knowledge of their whereabouts. Whiskers actually provide dogs with a lot of information pertaining to their environment. So leave their whiskers alone. If God didn't want them to have whiskers, he wouldn't have put them there. But don't cut them off. It really helps the dog get along. 877-725-8255. I'm going to take you guys right in order, starting with, uh, let's go to Melinda in Delaware first. Hey, Melinda, welcome to the Pet Show. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Melinda. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I could not be better. How can I help you? Awesome. Well, our um, popular dog growing up was a collie. I think because of the show Lassie, you know. Um, yeah. So. Did you? Did you? A lot of your friends have collies too back then. Yeah. Yeah, we did, yeah. and a lot of people did. Yeah. So and they're wonderful the dogs. Way. You don't see too many. You don't see too many collies nowadays, do you? No, you don't. And so it's a kind of an old breed, I suppose. Um, and I had a question for you about my Shishan. Um, I videotaped my Shishan having um, what's been told to me is a backward sneeze. The yeah. veterinarian was not sure if it was a veteran, uh, a backward sneeze or something else and recommended about a $2,000 medical bill to scope him and everything else. Is there any way to tell, uh, do you have any opinion about that? <laughs> um, well, first of all, dogs, dogs that have reverse sneezing is pretty common. It's not that unusual for a dog to have reverse sneezing. My question okay. is, if it's only, how, how often does it happen with your dog? Uh, maybe two or three times a month, but it goes on for maybe five to five to seven minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, 
Reverse sneezing on a dog is usually pretty common. However, if it's going on that frequently, before I would go ahead and do the test your vet wants to do, I would get a second opinion from another veterinarian. Um, a lot of vets are just going to say, leave it alone. The dog's fine other than that? Yes. Yeah, no problem. He's, he, he eats, he, he eats, he poops, he plays, all that? Yep, yep. Yeah, so in other words, you're, you know, some, some, just like some medical doctors, I, one of my doctors wants to give me every test imaginable, even for stuff I couldn't possibly have. So the bottom line is, okay. it might be your vet is, is very conscientious, and that's good, but at the same time, if it is a matter of just reverse sneezing, you might want to check with another vet because that's perfectly normal behavior. And it's okay for him to have that. It's okay for him to have it, but if it, if it is something beyond that reverse sneezing, that's why you want to have a check. But go to another vet, get a second opinion at this point. Okay, sounds great. Thank you very much for your help. Oh, and give him a hug and a kiss. Don't go in. I'm going to put you on hold. I am going to send you for your cat. I am going to send you some Lucy Pet Food on its way to you. 877-725-8255, the phone number. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Show. I'll be right here beside you till the end. La la, la la, la 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 la. And we are back on the pet show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. Have a question or comment about your dog or cat jumping, humping, digging, scratching, not using the litter box. Also, the question of the day, there's a couple of them. One is. Um, what breed or breeds of dogs were popular when you were growing up? So far, the Dobie seems to be one of the more popular. But what breeds of dogs were popular when you were growing up with me in New York? It was Boxers and Fox Terriers and uh, uh, Keysons and Springer Spaniels and Cocker Spaniels, Old English Sheepdogs. What breeds were popular when you were growing up? Give me a call. Let me know. I will send you a super gift or at least send your dog or cat a super gift. The phone number here, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Last week was Valentine's Day, and someone sent me this statistic. 42%, 42% of pet owners say they would have more opportunities for a romantic intimacy if their pet would not interrupt. 42%, 42% said that. 877-725-8255, the phone number, 877-725-8255. Great time to give me a call. I still got hugs and kisses to give away for dogs or cats, Lucy Pet Food, Kitty Lickies, copies of my book, those amazing air horns. If you don't have an air horn, you should. They're available on my website. It's like eight bucks. But I use them every time I take my dogs for a walk. People take their dogs for a walk. There's coyotes around, there's stray dogs, or even crazy people. Have one of those little air horns. They fit right in the palm of your hand. It can really make all the difference in the world about keeping yourself and your pets healthy and happy. Check them out at thepetshow.com. 877-725-8255. Still coming up. You know, we talk about dogs getting the zoomies, but what about cats? Can cats get the zoomies also? Does your cat get the zoomies? Give me a call. Let me know. 877-725-8255. That is the phone number. Uh, let's go to Mary in Florida. Hey, Mary, welcome to the pet show. Thank you. Thank you. We had a border collie puppy that was dropped off in our neighborhood as a puppy. We rescued him, and he was our four children sheep dog the whole 
life of all four children. It was amazing stories. How border border collies, border collies are, yeah, border collies, just an, you know, border collies, if they had thumbs, he would call me up and ask me questions about you. That's how incredibly oh. smart border collies are. They're just amazing. So what's your question for me here? Me stories about, the, about I, how protective he was, but I do have a issue with the, my cat, my um, rescue cat, Precious, has me very confused. I'll try to be uh, a long-winded but short with explanation. Uh, I have a, uh, she likes to watch me, and I have a long galley kitchen. And the other day, uh, not the other day, but a few months ago, she she's sitting straight up, and I noticed that her, her paw is, or her arm is dangling, like from her shoulder, like she's just lifting it up a little bit. And I thought, well, she probably stepped on some glass or something's in her paw. And um, so then I observed trying to see if she favored it by how she walked. And I thought that she did, but I couldn't really tell. And that went on for a little bit. And then I observed her holding her paw up again as she watches me. And that still concerned me. So I tried to look and I did not see anything that looked like it was irritated so i said something to somebody and they said well they thought that that was natural however since then i have seen her now lay on the floor and pull hair out <coughs> between her paws and i thought well now maybe she's right she does have something and then no I you're absolutely know. once you once you <laughs> once you've watched your cat mary and once you noticed her uh, either either a favoring a paw. You know, it's not unusual for a cat to pick up a paw and lick on it. That's pretty common. But the fact no, that she's doing something. She's doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So my question to you is, or actually my, my response to you is, generally speaking, when a cat is behaving that way and licking and limping, it, it could be a sign that there's something very painful there. So I would definitely have that checked by a vet. It could be nothing. It could be something, a sprain. It could be any number of things that's bothering her. Cats are pretty good about hiding their pain. That's why it's so critical as a good uh, pet guardian that we know what our cats look like, like you do. And you're great. You know what your cat looks like when there's normal behavior, so you're able to pick up on any changes. And it sounds to me like very possible, maybe there's a sprain, uh, maybe there's something in it that you're just not seeing, uh, maybe it could be even an allergy, it could be any number of things. So I think at this point, how long has it been going on now, Mary? No, it's been going on for months, and when she plays hide-and-seek with me and runs and tears around the house, she couldn't possibly have something stuck in her foot that would be an irritant. So give me, know, explain to time. me again, so, explain to me again what time of day she does this, where is she when she does it? She is sitting at, at the end of whatever room I'm in. She's watching me intensely quiet, got her eyes right, beaded right on me, and she sits, stands there with one leg up into, like, into her shoulder socket, like she pulled it up, like she could dangle it. But she runs around the rest of the day, she runs around and plays like normal, she eats like normal, she jumps up and down on yes. the couch like normal? Yes. 
Yes. I would just, at this point, I would just keep my eye on it. It may just be a change. Sometimes when a cat is excited or they're calm, even a dog, they'll raise one of their paws. Um, if, if she's not in pain and everything else appears to be totally normal at this point, I would not be overly concerned. Uh, maybe just a quick call to the vet. Maybe he'll say, well, watch it and keep an eye on it, whatever. But the bottom line is, it sounds to me like sometimes the behavior changes. I had a dog once uh, that would lift its right paw all the time when it met people. Not to shake. It was just a habit that he developed. How he developed it earlier on, I don't know. It was a rescue dog. So as long as it doesn't appear to be pain... She holds her she holds her paws up when she's contented watching me. So that's probably and what's that's, going on here. It's probably nothing to worry about. But again, it's always better to to err on the side of caution. So I would say a quick call to your vet. He's probably going to say, just keep an eye on it. Don't worry about it. Notice it. Watch it the way you're watching it. If you notice it's getting worse or it looks like it's a bigger problem, then you may want to take her in. But I think it sounds pretty normal to me at this point, Mary. Well, it's, 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 I, I do too, but I just didn't know that cats did that because I've had cats for a long time, you know, all my life, and I've never had Yeah, listen, I've had, I've had hundreds of dogs. I've had hundreds of cats. And if I tried to tell you, like, the, everything they all did that was similar— <laughs> you know, I would go crazy. So, yeah, they're all a little yeah. bit different in their own ways. And sometimes as as we get older, as our pets get older, uh, how old is your cat, by the way? She's about six years old. <laughs> She's young, but sometimes when we get to that middle midlife situation, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. we're a little stiffer than normal and nothing to worry about. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do this, Mary. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to make this the happiest I cat in the world. Medicine. Gonna... She doesn't. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> You know what you need? A glass a glass of Chardonnay. Sit down. Relax, Mary. No problems. Anyway, Mary, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm going to send you some kitty lickies for your cat. But watch it. It doesn't seem to me a, a problem, but I would definitely uh, keep an eye on it at this point. Uh, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Uh, the phones are jamming. I'll try to get to as many calls as I can, but right now I want to talk to you about dog food and cat food because the only dog food and cat food I recommend, endorse, and use is Lucy Pet Food. I've been using it now on my own guys for the last four years since I rescued Molly and Willie from a high-kill shelter, and you know how pretty they are. I get calls and emails every day from listeners all over the U.S. Western Canada thanking me for letting them know about Lucy Pet Food with that incredible prebiotic balanced fiber. The important thing about Lucy Pet Food, besides nutritionally, there's nothing on the market like it. It's manufactured at their own plant, at their own location. They have their own laboratory. A lot of dog and cat foods are manufactured uh, at a place somewhere where they may make 30, 40 different brands. No, Lucy Pet Food has their own plant. In fact, not too far away from where I live, their own laboratory. But don't take my word alone. I actually love you to hear from listeners all over the country and what they have to say about lucy pet food here's I've one been feeding lucy pet food yeah and i ran out and i fed brand x i put it in the bowl dog comes over takes one sniff couple sniffs looks at me like i'm benedict arnold well there you go <laughs> see and that's why she, see that's why she's barking you ran out of lucy pet food that's why there she's barking there you go there you go <laughs> See, dogs and cats, absolutely. I get these calls every day. The text, dogs and cats love Lucy Pet Food. It's manufactured in the highest quality. It's got the highest quality ingredients. Hey, what else can I tell you? I feed it to my dog. That ought to tell you something. By the way, here's a great deal going on. If you go directly to their website, lucypetproducts.com, can't forget that, lucypetproducts.com. If you order Lucy Pet Food, the dog food, the cat food, the wet food, the dry food, the rolls, uh, the kitty lickies, 
If you spend just $35 at LucyPetProducts.com, shipping, guess what? Absolutely free. So check out all the great stuff at LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. And we are back on The Pet Show. I want to share this with you and... Uh, uh, we'll probably take a, another commercial break, and then Judy, you'll be my uh, you'll be my call when we come back. So don't go anywhere. But you know, we often talk about dogs getting the zoomies. You all know what the zoomies are. Any time of day, usually it's kind of like in the afternoon or in the early evening. Your dog goes absolutely crazy, running around the house, zooming all over the place. Thus, the term zoomies. But what about cats? In addition to being active at dusk, cats are also known for getting the zoomies at dawn. This is probably a time when you'd like to get a little bit more sleep before your alarm goes off. But this cat behavior comes naturally and your feline doesn't care what time your alarm is set for. Here's some items or some things you can do. If you want to sleep a little bit later and use a little less makeup, start installing blackout shades or blinds in your bedroom so the sun won't rouse your cat. Then stick to a strict feeding times, once in the morning, maybe once in the evening. But listen, this is critical. When you wake up, the first thing you want to do is not feed the cat. Wait a while before you feed the cat so the cat doesn't associate you getting up with getting fed right away. Believe me, it'll make all the difference in the world. If you want to get a good night's sleep, you don't want your cat to be zooming all over the place, try what I just suggested. Other than that, you can do what I do if your dog or cat wants to wake you up. Just get up with them. Uh, let me do this. Let me take a quick break. When we come back, Judy, we'll get to your call. Uh, 877-725-8255. Um, God, I don't know where these two hours go, but they fly by. Anyway, if your dog or cat is not taking my Hugs and Kisses supplement, they should be. I developed Hugs and Kisses over 30 years ago, working with the top veterinarians and nutritionists in the country. And now it has been an incredible, incredible success all these years. And now it's even better. Here's what I've done. It's the new year, perfect time to start making sure your pets are getting everything they need to stay healthy and happy. And that's by starting to use my own Hugs and Kisses vitamin mineral supplements. It has both biotine and lecithin. There is nothing more important, nothing better for your dog or cat's skin and coat than lecithin or biotin. Put together, it's a miracle. Will prevent excessive shedding, dander gone, dry skin gone, bare spots and hairballs, and my reputation is on the line here. My photo's on every jar. It also has not only chondroitin, but I've added glucosamine in just the right balance to keep your dog's and cat's bones, joints, and hips strong, healthy, and flexible for their entire lives. And listen to this. I know you know probiotics, but I added both probiotics and prebiotics. Why? Prebiotics actually make the probiotics work even better. And together, this will give your dogs and cats that healthy digestion and gut health they need to stay that way their entire lives. But again, I don't want you just to hear about hugs and kisses from me. I want you to hear from a user and what they had to say about my own hugs and kisses vitamin mineral supplement treats. I have got to tell you that hugs, hugs and Kisses you sent me is amazing. I've been giving it to all three of them, and I cannot believe the difference in their coat. Their hair is so soft. Tell you what, she's getting more muscular. It's like they have more energy as soon as they take it. It's unbelievable. I'm telling you, those are what the, the, the things I hear all the time. But here's the deal. 
My Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplements, one for dogs, one for cats, are now available at Amazon.com. And listen to this. If you happen to be a Prime member at Amazon, shipping of Hugs and Kisses is free. Hugs and Kisses Supplements also available at Walmart.com or go directly to my website, ThePetShow.com. But sometimes you want to talk to someone. Well, call my office. If we're not there, we'll call you right back. You can order or we'll answer any of your questions. This is my office phone number, one 800 430 and the word hugs h-u-g-s that's 1-800-430-4847 so start your dogs and cats on my hugs and kisses supplement available at amazon.com walmart.com thepetshow.com or call us directly at 1-800-430 and the word hugs put that smile and healthy look on your dogs and cats face today i'm warren Eckstein. this is the pet show And we are back on the pet show. I'm Warren Eckstein. I feel so horrible at the end of the show. I always run out of time, never have enough time to answer as many questions as I want to. Um, Judy, give me a call back next week. I promise I'll, uh, I'll speak to you. I'm looking forward to speaking to you anyway. Uh, just a reminder, I know everyone wants a lot of information, and I've been talking to you guys for over 42 years here, and then on the Today Show on Regis and Kathy Lee. <coughs> Here's what I recommend. Go to my website. doesn't cost you a penny. It's thepetshow.com. Just remember that T-H-E, thepetshow.com. There's hundreds of articles. They're all free. Check it out. Also, I've really just expanded my YouTube channel. There are hundreds of videos. Some are short one-minute tips. Some are long five-minute resolutions. So subscribe to my YouTube channel. Again, it doesn't cost you anything. I would never do anything that's going to cost you anything. Subscribe. It's free. It's simply youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. YouTube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Hope you all have a super week. Enjoy the rest of the weekend giving all your dogs and cats a big hug for you. A special hug and a kiss right between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein and thank you. I mean really thank you for listening to The Pet Show.